Welcome back here to another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host today, Jordan Voiles, and I'm actually sitting here with Pastor Sean. Sean, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I've been sick this week, so I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm, I'm shaking it now. Yeah, you've had a, a rough couple of days, but you're back in the office now. Yeah. It's been a ghost town. It's always, <laughs> it's always weird when one of us are out of the office, but we're glad that you're back. Um, today, we're going to be talking about words and how they either destroy or build up. So yeah. what are some of the things that you have for us and the listener today? Well, the book of James is where we're going to spend most of our time. Uh, in chapter one, there's a verse that uh, says everyone should be quick to listen, mm -hmm. slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Uh, and I think from that passage, and then uh, in James chapter three, which speaks a lot about taming the tongue, mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're going to talk about a lot uh, today. You know, this week in our sermon series, uh, Letters from My Future Self, uh, the message was all about the power of words uh, and how there's just so many instances throughout the Proverbs that speak about the tongue's ability to be sweet or to be destructive, uh, to yeah. be encouraging or to be uh, like just destructive to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and so we're really going to talk about how important it is as followers of Christ for us to watch the way that we speak. Mm -hmm. And I think the big key is being slow to speak. Uh, because so often, I mean, it's it's a worldwide, but I, I can think of times in my own life yeah. uh, where it's that idea of open mouth, insert foot. Like I just said something that I wish I could take back. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. so I don't know if you remember this because this was like three years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we were not as good a friend as we are now. Uh, and I think that working through this moment of conflict helped us to be close. For sure. Uh, but we were out in the storage building here at Crestview. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what we were doing, uh, but we were cleaning out stuff. We were like opening up boxes where they had all these like costumes from stuff mm -hmm. that had been going on. And there were these really bad pair of high heels that were out there. And I'm sorry if you're listening and you donated those heels to Crestview. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, they were rough. And we were joking. I don't remember the context. Uh -huh. uh, but I remember something I said along the lines of, you should give those to Catherine. <laughs> Uh, and you were, uh, immediately very, very angry. Uh, and yeah. I, I remember thinking to myself, like, what's the big deal? I was just making a joke. Uh, but it wasn't just about me making a joke. It was about who the joke was about sure. and the connotation and everything. And it was definitely one of those moments of open mouth, insert foot. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's one of those things that I would have benefited greatly from being slow to speak. Uh, but that's, that's a struggle for me whenever yeah. I read, uh, passages, uh, about taming the tongue, I like being funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to make I want to make jokes. Want people to laugh, and I have historically justified uh, impulsive speaking as quick wit. Yeah, there's a big difference. Absolutely, uh, speaking impulsively is wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, having a quick wit, you know, you can you can say that, uh, but it's hard to be a comedian. Words are destructive. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, sure. You're either building somebody up or you're tearing somebody down. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult uh, to do that right when you're quick to speak. And yes. so being slow to speak is really, really important. Mm -hmm. uh, I also, uh, I know you and I kind of both grew up in, in different ways, but around the world of sports. And I think this is one uh, where the most struggle probably happens, uh, I think, especially for Christians, is in the sporting world. So mm -hmm. with you, hockey, I know that was a big thing for you growing up. What did you witness of uh, yeah. Yeah. impulsive speech or destructive speech? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, there have been some times where there's been some heat, heated moments on the ice. Uh, I mean, even as a ref, I think that's why I actually stopped refing, just because the verbal abuse from parents. And I think it was a, a stat that came out in 2019 or 2020 that there was just like a mass exodus 
of the officials that have just quit refing because of parents and the mm -hmm. way they the way they talk. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been some heated moments, um, but it's through great counsel and and people, godly men that have been in my life. That's like, hey, you're gonna tame your tongue at church and around church people. You got to be the same on on and off the ice, basically, if you look yeah. at it that way. But yeah, the the Christians in the um, in the world of sports is, and I think of something else too. I remember going to a a, a softball league one time. Mm. And I remember seeing these two people fighting. This was like, geez, 10 years ago. Uh, I saw these two teams fighting. And uh, oddly enough, they were two churches. <laughs> and they were like Yikes. throwing cuss words. And it's just like, man, that does not look good. Um, so you, you really do have to be careful. Um, but yeah, the sports is, is a dangerous place. Yeah. So I, I went to the uh, Texas Tech UT basketball game, men's basketball. It was it was last night. So that lets you know whenever we're recording this. Uh, but last night, went to the game mm -hmm. and it was uh, an electric atmosphere. Sure. Uh, I went to Texas Tech for a couple of years. God let me know that I was wrong and called me into ministry. Uh, and I listened, I listened after a little while. But whenever I was at Texas Tech, it seemed very normal mm -hmm. uh, to just hop in on crowd chants. And right. if you have ever been to a, especially a Texas Tech sporting event, you know the student section goes berserk yeah. and it is rough. Uh, I remember there, there have been like TV broadcasts that have had to apologize to parents because mm -hmm. of the language that the mics pick up from the student sections. Yeah, that's true. And I was there uh, last night and it just really struck me that man, these people aren't thinking at all mm. about what they're saying. Mm. It's like, here's this big crowd mentality. And I I wonder in, in a sad way how many of those students follow Jesus or, or say that they do. Uh, and then whenever they're in that environment, it, it completely changes. And I've seen it with old and young at sporting events. I've seen it uh, all over the place when, when driving, uh, mm. where being quick to speak can be such a problem. Uh, the Bible says in James chapter three, uh, that blessings and curses should not flow from the same mouth yeah. that with, with one breath we'll praise God. And with the next we'll curse our brother or we'll curse somebody. And it's so sobering, uh, as a, as a Christian to read this passage that talks about the tongue having the, uh, similar nature as, as a flame, uh, that, you can think of a fire as something that's useful, right? Like without fire, we can't cook food properly. Mm -hmm. uh, well, for a while now, I guess there's electric stoves, but, uh, you know, boiling water to that, for it to be safe, like having heat and warmth and light, like fire is useful for all these things. In the same way, our words can be useful and can be good, can build things up, can be productive uh, and can share hope and light, but also fire out of control is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very destructive. And, and we see it all over the world. I mean, we, we know this completely, uh, that fire can be consuming. And so uh, the passage in James chapter three makes it very, very clear that the way that you speak is an indicator of how your entire life is going. Mm -hmm. uh, it relates it to like the rudder of a ship, that yeah. it's a small little piece that steers the entire thing. And the tongue is that way for our body. It says at the beginning of that chapter, that the one who can keep his tongue in check is capable of keeping his entire body in check. And so being able to tame the tongue, watch what you say, makes such a difference for how we follow Jesus. Sure. Uh, do you have any example, maybe somebody that you know that 
is great at being slow to speak. Oh, yeah. Several people. Um, I was actually going to bring it up. That same person um, gave me some wise counsel. Um, you know, I think just being in the world that we're living in, and especially working at a church, you have to be very careful. Like, you have to be a vault when people come to you. Um, but I remember, like, one of my first jobs, you know, I, I didn't really understand that. Like, you know, you would love to listen to a little bit of tea, and then you would kind of spill that tea to other people. Um, but I remember he came to me one time and was like, you can never go wrong with keeping your mouth shut. Mm. Never go wrong. And so that has always helped me. Um, and I, again, I think that this could spill into, like, the gossip realm. Yeah. People, A lot of people struggle with that. And being able to just be quiet and be silent uh, in situations. Um, so that has, from that person, a godly example, a mentor, he told me that. And it's always stuck with me. It's like, wow, that's, that's, that's truth um, to where you can really no, go wrong with just being quiet. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably one example that I could give. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up gossip too because I, I do think that's another part of taming the tongue mm-hmm. is because uh, in the same way that I like to be funny. I want to make people laugh. Man, I think it's a very human thing that we want to have the news. We want to have something to share. Uh, There's just something uh, instantly gratifying about people being interested in what you have to say. And uh, I think it's just sin and pride that's a part of us. uh, That gossip is so much about comparison and being able to feel better about your life based on what's going on with other people's. And so it is just one of those things that can be so dangerous uh, that gossip is destructive. Yes. Uh, there's uh, something that I put into practice because I realized that um, this was whenever I was living in Lubbock, that gossip was creeping in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something I started putting into practice, and this led to some uncomfortable uh, moments. But as soon as somebody like in a friend group would start talking about somebody that wasn't there, I would call that person and put them on speakerphone. <laughs> And it got awkward fast. Yeah, talk about awkward. But they'd be like, oh, my gosh, did you hear about what Jordan was doing? I'd be like, oh, my gosh, no, I'll call him. <laughs> like, Jordan, you won't believe that. Like, hey, like Michael just started talking about you. Here, here listen, wow. listen to this. And they were like, oh. And the tone changed dramatically. And, I mean, it definitely caused some people to sp- spend less time with me. Yeah. Uh, but that was, in my mind, worth it. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to just stay away from that because it, it was just destructive. And um, was it a practice that they taught y'all to do? Yeah, I remember it was something that uh, the college pastor up there okay. had suggested. It was like, hey, here's the kind of thing. Like, if you're around this, because uh, being on staff at that church and being a leader in that ministry, it was you've got to be a leader in stopping gossip. Interesting. Like, you got to be a leader in it. And so here's what you can do. Here's a practical thing. Uh, and people are going to hate it, uh, but it's going to help you and it's going to help them and it's going to support uh, the person who's not there. Uh, So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to to put into practice. I think uh, living this out, taming the tongue, right? Because we don't want to just talk about. Yeah. What would be one thing? What would be one thing you'd want to leave the listener with? I think who you're walking with is a great indicator of the direction that you're going. Mm -hmm. Uh, That when it describes the tongue as like the rudder of a ship, that it steers the whole body. Uh, I think you can very easily misjudge yourself Mm. for the way that you speak and can justify things. And and I've been guilty of that before. But something that will make it more obvious is to consider 
the things that you're listening to mm-hmm. and the things that you're filling yourself with. Because Jesus himself said, uh, the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Yeah. Uh, and so who you're spending time with and the way that they speak is going to influence the way that you speak. Uh, what you're listening to, what you're watching uh, is going to fill you and then influence the way that you speak. So the kind of language that is in the music that you're listening to, yeah. the kind of language that's in the shows that you watch, the kind of language that comes from the mouths of the people that you spend the most time with is going to influence the way that you speak because that's what's going in. Uh, it's going in and whenever it comes out, it's only natural because you can't produce something that you're not full of. And so some encouragement for the listener would be to surround yourself with people who are slow to speak uh, because you'll understand a little more what it looks like to put that into practice. Uh, If you're struggling with uh, speaking cleanly and not having profanity, consider your playlists, consider what you're watching and consider who you're, who you're around. Uh, I can't, demand any one thing in a legalistic way but i remember what's been helpful for me and those are what it has been awesome sean thank you and what you don't know i actually did like those shoes and i pulled them out and i get them. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> sean thank you so much uh, to listener god bless you and we hope to see you next time